Hi, welcome to What's Mine is Yours. My name is Jesse. And I'm Hope. This is your audio guidebook to post-millennial relationships. We have guests today. Welcome, guest. Thank you. Thank you. We're excited to be here. Well, good. Introduce yourselves, please. Um, I'm Greta. I'm Jonathan. And we are fiancés. Woo! <laughs> yeah, they're going to get married this year. March 11th. Oh, yeah. It's coming up. That's Anyone so who's fun. listening. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone who's listening we'll to this We'll leave the cash app down below. <laughs> Send them wedding gifts. Retrospectively, if you want to travel in time, you can always go to the wedding. So, even if it's after. Yes. Yeah. Still invited. Doc Brown that. <laughs> uh, so, on this episode, we want to ask uh, them some questions about who they are first, and then we'll get into their questions for us as fiancés <laughs> and their... Uh, now going to be going into a time of life that is magical and new and fun and exciting so we want to be able to encourage them and give them some wisdom on uh being in relationship so first of all uh where did you guys grow up so i grew up in california cool so a little ways away from here a little ways yeah Yeah, southern california (laughs) yeah quite a way um yeah for 20 years i lived there Born and raised San Diego area um, until I moved to Tennessee a year and a half ago. year and a half ago, okay. So, yeah. All right, where did you grow up, Jonathan? (laughs) I grew up in Mississippi, a tiny coastal town called Ocean Springs. How fun. Um, And I was there pretty much my entire life until about two years ago. We moved up to Tennessee about the same time. Wow. We didn't meet each other until February of this year, though. Okay. So, last awesome. Year. Last year, it is 2024. <laughs> Welcome to 2024. So you guys have been together for a little over a year, right? Not no. even, actually. Yeah. How, how many months? So, Ten? that's a good question. So we met in February. Okay. On Valentine's Day, actually. Ooh, how romantic. It was. Well, not that day. <laughs> <laughs> that was the day we met. Yeah, okay, fair. Um, story, actually. But then we started dating the very end of March. I think the 28th, mm-hmm. am I right? I'm that's getting better at my dates. Yeah, yeah. So. 28th of March. Okay, cool. Well, that's good. Uh, that's longer than we were dating. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. We met uh, late summer. Yeah. It was like September. The first week of September. And uh, we got married in March, on the 30th. So... Oh. We were dating six months. Six months. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we met up again because I, we had, I already, we'd known about each other, mm-hmm. and she reached out to me. Uh, and you can listen to that on one of our episodes because yeah. we talked about it already. Um, Jonathan knows. I so, listen, yeah, I listen to one. Why of did you guys want to get married? <laughs> well, wow. <laughs> so, um, honestly, it was kind of. Do you want the long answer or the short answer? Yeah, long yes, answer. Long answer. Okay. So. I was planning on going back to Mississippi oh, wow. for college. Mm-hmm. I was dead set in that. Um, I met her. That was kind of the plan. Um, I was very content in my singleness when I met her, which was a big thing I'd struggled with, like mm-hmm. wanting yeah. a relationship, feeling lonely. Um, mm-hmm. God blessed me with her in a moment where I was content with him. Mm-hmm. That's and great. it was in that that he closed every door to Mississippi Mm-hmm. Took away all scholarship money that I had, oh, gosh. Um, for whatever reason. I still don't know to this day. Mm. I for just, Greta. Yeah, <laughs> apparently. Um, so it was kind of it was a little bit difficult, but at the yeah. same time, it opened up um, 
this like okay now i fully lean forward into our relationship and god truly blessed me with someone she's equally yoked yeah like one of the second questions i asked her was what she wanted to do with her family or something it was like homeschooling or something. how do you yeah, want yeah, to educate yeah. your kids yes <laughs> hey uh like, yes, hey, you're a christian so kids, <laughs> were you vaccinated? Back, <laughs> what is the stance on this? Um, so, God just kind of literally like lined us up perfectly. Yeah. Um, pushed you us forward. Hard questions quickly. Oh, yeah. I was not about to mess around. Yeah, um, she wasn't either. That's good. And we got down to the brass tacks, and <laughs> now we're now we're engaged. Yeah. What's oh. the brass tacks? Hmm. What's that? <laughs> We, just, we got we got down to the difficult things first. We like down to business. Yeah. Never heard that Did you defeat the Huns? Brass tax. Let's get down to brass tax. <laughs> uh, that's probably copyrighted. I don't know if I can. I can pull that. That's our episode. It's free title. use. It's free use. Let's get, get down, down to, to brass, brass tax. <laughs> it's definitely going to be, uh, probably at least. Uh, okay, cool. Well, Greta, why did you decide to marry John? <laughs> Why did you well, say yes? Why did you say <laughs> yes? Why would you? Um, well, <laughs> Thanks, I feel <really> like... <laughs> He's a great guy. Oh, yeah. And a hard worker. <laughs> he is, yeah. Um, well, it's funny because I feel like it was a similar mm. beginning to the story for me because just moving from California, I was like, I think I was definitely searching for a relationship in California sure. and definitely not finding anything. Um, and then moving here, I was like, I think I had finally found that contentment with God too. Where yeah. I was just like, this is a new start and I'm going to focus just on God and mm. see what happens. I have my hopes that God will fulfill that desire, yeah. but if he doesn't, then I'm content with him. And, um, what's really cool is we met at our like young adults church group. Um, mm -hmm. but we, we both started going I think you started going in November. Oh, to the pillar? I started going in September. I started going in November. <laughs> you started going in September. That's what it was. But we didn't meet until February. Even though um, we've been going to the same place. We just never, strange. like, <clears throat> never, yeah. Yeah, we never crossed paths. And so I think that was kind of a cool, like, showing of God's timing. Yeah, yeah. Um, not too early, not too late. Yeah. And so we met, and right off the bat, I was like, this is different. <laughs> in like a good way like this yeah. this one's different yeah yeah um i remember telling my mom like maybe a month in being like i could i could see myself marrying this guy wow that's awesome <laughs> and here we are yeah <laughs> when you know married. you know that, yeah people yeah that phrase is very common but i think you kind of helped kind of clear that feel that idea of what the difference is is like when you go into a relationship growing up uh having I, I was in a few relationships before I met Hope, started dating her. And there is a distinct line that is like so different within a relationship that you know is not only serious, but you could see them yourselves with them. And uh, just honoring God. And it is honoring God. So like the difference is so stark that it's not, it's apparent. And, and, and I think it's why some people get married so quickly, right? Like they know that this is the person. They don't date for years because they're not second guessing themselves they yeah. know that they, yeah. like this is what this is who i've been led to and and who's going to compliment me to glorify god mm -hmm. yeah 
it's very clear. There's not a whole lot left to figure out yeah. once you know those things. Like when There's we not... met, like I remember, maybe it was one of our first dates. You prayed with me, uh-huh. and Great I was like, no one's ever done that before, wow. and that was huge for yeah. me. And just so many things like that that were such good like leadership and mm. qualities that. I not only wanted, but knew we were right to yeah. find in a husband. Yeah. And we, we, right off the bat, we were going to church together, and then we got, we were both serving in kids' ministry together. Oh. Um, so we had kind of that, we, we were growing forward together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. In the, the way God has designed us to grow forward together. Sure, yeah. Um, and that really was like, okay, we, we both obviously have a heart for kids, but we work well together with them too. Yeah. We're not only compatible yeah by ourselves we're compatible in every other setting that we've put ourselves in mm-hmm. we also worked summer camp together and that oh, brought yeah. us pretty close that was huge that um, was yeah we've done that a couple times yeah and that's exciting uh, those teenagers sure. will test you oh yeah, oh, yeah. but summer it's so camp. fun it's so exciting yeah. and like to see your energy manifest and lives changed yeah. it's like it's huge and doing that alongside a significant other is even bigger yeah yeah well cool well, that brings us to now. So, now it's time for you to ask us questions. What What do you want to know? Anything. We're talking about anything tonight. So, what are your questions for us? So, I think one of the things that we're thinking about now as we are preparing for marriage and definitely planning for the wedding has has definitely brought up some new challenges. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, Looking forward to the the wedding, or the, not the wedding, the marriage itself. Yeah. Um, I know I tend to be a very um, introverted person. Sure. I love time with her. Yep. That's but I good. also love... <laughs> you should... Yes. That's kind of necessary. <laughs> right, right, right. you can right. be with her a lot. Yes. Yeah. Um, but also love, like, I, I've, I feel like sometimes I need time to myself to decompress. Sure. Good. And so coming home from a day of work, um, whatever that might look like after church, which is usually um, usually a long, a long morning because mm-hmm. I'm a worship leader and it's many sure. hours. Yeah. Um, how do I find the balance of being intentional, spending quality time, yeah. but also making sure that I get kind of this mental decompress time that I need? That's good. Do you answer first, baby? I am very much like you. I need my own space <laughs> and time by myself and we have been very open about that and just like communicate like hey i need 20 minutes by myself if i just need some me time or maybe not even a parameter yeah sometimes you can just say i need time and i'll walk away for as long as she needs time and sometimes note this though on people who are like you and hope it might feel weird no, not weird it might be hard to indicate when you want the other person around again mm-hmm so uh, knowing that about yourself, maybe saying, like actually getting up physically and going to the other person That's when you usually want what time. I do. Yeah, and it's a great indicator because I won't know how much time she needs. And sometimes she'll, like not, not often, but Hope will stay on the couch for so long that I'm like, oh, she just wants time. But she actually wanted me out there earlier than was unsaid. If that right. makes sense. And some of those times it's because you're in the middle of something else and yeah. I don't want to interrupt. And she doesn't you. want to interrupt. So, but within that, even us talking about it, I can always be interrupted for, for time with you. So know that being it, being on that t- side of, I need some time alone 
be also willing to indicate that you're ready to spend time as well because the other person will not know unless you say it out loud. Yeah. And I think another thing that has helped us is scheduling our dates. Like, I know every Thursday we're going to do something intentional together. Mm-hmm. She's a super big quality time person. Mm-hmm. Are you quality time? So you, yes. like Hope, are quality time, but she's also in, needs time to process. So uh, do you, are you a type of, like, what is your mode? Do you jump into things and just do them and quick to forgive and, like, ready to do something else as soon as it's, something's done? Or you need to step back from the situation a little bit, evaluate, process, and then go on? I'm a very internal, like, processor. Option yeah. two. Yeah. Yeah. So you're, yeah. both, you're probably both in that similar mindset. I'm yes. the type of person that literally will forgive within seconds. Mm-hmm. So that dynamic is not relevant to you guys. <laughs> uh, but with that in mind, um, when he asks for or if he has has he asked for time alone already within like you're just getting together or i guess you're not living in the same house yet so right yeah uh, it's very much been when we want to see each other we get to see each other yeah Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. but you're not always with each other so that doesn't really come up often and i know like even if even if i'm feeling overstimulated or whatever sure i'm going back home in an hour Mm -hmm. or something so i can so you know you're looking forward to respite (laughs) (laughs) okay i see and that dynamic is going to change once you move in together so where do you draw that boundary it's really good that you're talking about that now Mm -hmm. because it'll be so much easier instead of having to figure it out as you're going into because it's very difficult to address something that's unsaid right it's so when you're actually in the moment of needing that time and then you have to address it you're the difference in like pressure on your brain is up here compared to talking about it before down here so this is a very wise thing to do to ask questions before you actually have to go against a conflict in which it shouldn't be a conflict but it can be if you have to address it in the moment (laughs) yeah i'm really grateful for this even conversation of the topic because yeah. to me it was like I didn't this was kind of an expectations conversation that I didn't know about sure. so in my mind I'm like oh he's gonna get home from work every day and he's gonna be so excited to see me and <laughs> which is true I mean yeah which is true yeah. but you also need time right? yeah so and I'm I can't extremely be different <laughs> yeah you can't be hurt like, not if I don't know that he needs he needs that time yeah, yeah. right then I'm gonna take it personally which now, is another problem I will but. tell you even with knowing you probably still will feel a certain amount of, oh, he doesn't want to be around me right now. And it, regardless of the intention behind it, you might feel that. And it is okay to express those feelings, but do it timidly because this is how he functions <laughs> and you have to know that's how he functions. Yeah. You're going to receive it in a certain way. And, and by yourself, you might have to process that in, a, in, in or, or and sometimes process it out loud to him be like hey this is how I'm feeling I know you're this way but this is how I'm feeling in this moment I kind of really need you right now and you might have to make a sacrifice yeah. in that moment uh, marriage is all about sacrifice mm-hmm. so being willing to compromise for what you hold dear and what is good for you to benefit the other that is what a man's job is in a relationship period mm-hmm. we are to be like Christ willing to lay ourselves down sacrifice whatever it is work pleasure play downtime for and that's not and that's not saying that you don't have a life anymore right you should be able to invest in time and and relaxation but it is always putting them first Hmm. so if they do need you in that moment you better be ready for it yeah 
you better suck it up and, yeah. and, and take care of your, your family. Uh, but with that in mind as well, because you know that, it is a good thing to... And I just listened to a really good Through the Word Devo on, on the passage that talks about wives submitting to your husband and husbands to, to lay their lives down as Christ did for the church. Mm-hmm. And the submit part is not at all, and this is only for within marriage, this is not for the world or anything like that, but wives submitting to the husband is not anything to do with lording over or inequality right. at all. It is specifically about, um, it is it is a respect mm-hmm. that is equal, actually, too. The respect that the like uh, wife and husband have for each other is reciprocated. The husband's respect is technically a more fierce uh, rule being willing to lay down his life for his wife. So our responsibility is pivotal. It is so important, but also in the same breath, in an equal way, the respect that hope gives me is so honorable and that creates this perfect union of being one because in being one, you have to submit to each other. Mm-hmm. If you don't, then you're not one. And right? also be willing to submit for the glory of God. Yeah. Because it is not just the two of you. Mm-hmm. Or at least it shouldn't be. It should be you and your partner living to honor God. Yeah. And encouraging each other to do that better. Mm-hmm. Back to the question, though. Does that answer or help direct what your thoughts are on it? Or do you need more of a clear direction? No, I think I think that's a good answer. Okay. Um, just the communication. And one thing we learned, we did premarital counseling. Good. You should. And yeah. one of the things they talked about was, all right, at some point in the day, before dinner, or, or before I get home, or before whatever, you should set, you should like communicate, whether that be on your lunch break, whether that be breakfast, Ask the question, what do you want tonight to look like? Mm-hmm. That's good. So that the expectations are kind of the same, and you can work through mm-hmm. whatever emotions you need to work through. My job will be, yourself. Yeah. My job will be, like, talking to people all day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so <laughs> if, like, if I just having that in the, my, like, the front of my mind, communicate with her. Um, be ready to sacrifice. <laughs> I'm not going to be able to talk tonight. <laughs> not much, at least. <laughs> not right away. Right. Uh, good. I, I think that's great wisdom. I almost every single day will ask, what are we doing tonight? And sometimes that's a little overwhelming if you have to make the decision every night, mm-hmm. like that mental load. Yep. But I'm the type of person that that question is completely an innocent question that says, I want to do what you want to do. That's what I mean by it. But to her, sometimes making decisions is way more stressful mm-hmm. than having someone make the decision for, for us, which was proven last night because we had all of our meals and stuff chosen for us, mm-hmm. including she chose my drinks. Best meal I've ever had because <laughs> I didn't have to make a decision. So sometimes it's nice to have the decision made for you. Yeah. And if there's something either of you really wants to do, be like, hey, I'd really like to do this thing tonight or yeah. can we put this on the calendar and just set clear expectations for each other mm-hmm. regardless yeah. of what you're doing like I want to take a bubble bath tonight yeah I want to take a bubble bath alone tonight that's okay too hey I would love if you join me just yeah. say what you want present it and yeah be 
and you must do this and try to learn this as quickly as possible nothing is off limits to talk about within marriage mm-hmm. in communicating exactly what you mean regardless of how it's going to like come out and this is you know i'm gonna put a huge asterisk on this don't tear down with your words ever mm-hmm. never yes. be negative with your words always come into uh, conversations with grace peace and, and knowing that your words are going to speak either life or death into your your spouse mm-hmm. so uh, come into it with peace but know that you have to be so adamant about clearly saying what you actually mean because it's so hard so easy to be especially throughout the day someone says how are you doing today what is your answer oh i'm fine oh i'm fine i'm good i'm good yeah i'm good be complete brutally honest with your spouse i'm not doing good today and this is why and this is how i'm feeling i'm feeling sad i'm feeling mad i'm feeling angry i'm feeling anxious be like so transparent because that is what propagates closeness within a marriage your partner is on your team they want to see you succeed and they also want to be there when you're struggling Mm -hmm. so that they can help you uh and if you don't need help in that time that can also be communicated i think it also is a testament to just it's it's hard to communicate with your spouse if you don't if you have not taken the time to understand yourself mm. and yeah. like, oh, that's so why true. I'm feeling the things I'm feeling, um, there's you just push them down and you're yeah. like, ah, I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm <laughs> yeah. okay. Yeah. But getting back to the root of this feeling, um, yeah. mm-hmm. will really help diagnose it. So I'm not just coming home and like, I just, I just need a long time. It's like, mm-hmm. no, I am feeling overstimulated because I talked <laughs> to this person today at work and they really on my but for this thing, yeah, yeah. I don't know if I can okay. say but, but you can say but, you can say but all you want. We put that disclaimer at the beginning. But 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 but. That's so true, though. Especially like being such an internal processor. Like sometimes he's like, "What's wrong?" And I'm like, "I don't know yet." Right, and, and that's okay. But I need to communicate that. That's something that happens often. So that he's not like, "Did I do something?" Yeah, I need to. Be honest about what I do know. Yeah. Yes. No, you didn't do anything. Something I do when I can tell she's mad at something is I say, "How can I help you?" or "Or how are you feeling?" or "Or what I what else do I say?" I say something specific usually. It's usually. So what's wrong, what, love? What can I do for you? What can I do for you? And she'll sometimes be like, uh, uh, "Like, body language is huge with me, and I can read her extremely well." So if she's Lessons mad, from she's mad just like this. Like, I know it. So uh, I'll get, and I won't let it go. I will not let her just be mad. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll allow myself to be either targeted, and that's okay. <laughs> I'm fine with taking a hit. Or she'll tell me, I don't know why I'm mad. Or, well, I don't know why I'm sad. Mm-hmm. And that's okay, too. But I need to know that. And, and, and likewise, if either of you are feeling a certain way, Sometimes your brain's just not nice to you. And I'll tell you, like, especially when it's not being nice to you, you won't really want to open up much, even to your spouse. So knowing that that time's going to come, and if your spouse is telling you, like, hey, how can I help you? Hey, what's going on? Like, tell me what you're thinking. Being willing to at least say, I don't even know. And And and, blame your brain sometimes. And blank, 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 blank. I need some space. I need you close. I need a smoothie I need a milkshake <laughs> like tell like how can how can you help the other person in that moment uh, is super beneficial and, and sometimes uh, once you 
are living with each other for a while and you know what they need and that's sometimes going out of your way to get something that's going to benefit them in that moment mm-hmm. being like I am sad I need coffee oh I need I know that Hope likes this specific drink I'm gonna bring it to her without her even asking me that is like something that's significant or maybe flowers out of nowhere and or like those little encouragement notes yes. that we give each other it's very random when we get them but it's always so nice to be like hey my partner was thinking about me and likes this specific thing all right cool next question next question okay mine's kind of along the same lines i know it has a lot to do with communication and sacrifice sure but so i've grown up just living with my parents Mm -hmm. and a brother who leaves me alone so (laughs) i'm used to like doing my own thing doing everything one way, the way that I want to do it. Mm-hmm. And I think in a lot of ways he is too, like, especially after living pretty much on his own for a little while now. I live with three other guys yeah, yeah. in my room. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. But still. Still a different. Yeah. They have given you space more than a spouse will. I yeah. still had a bookshelf. <laughs> Your own bookshelf. Very yeah. good. Very good. That's me. Yeah. Um, and now you live alone. And so how, do you have any, like, advice for adjusting to even just the physical act of living with another person you know the sacrifice that goes into like you can do it your way or you know things like that because i know that's that's a thing and and to add to that yeah i tend to be like my my mental set this is adding on to your question um but my my mindset is i'm going to find the most efficient way to do this Mm. and it is going to be like the second I get out of my bed through the routine, it's going to be the most efficient. And so I have the camper set up that way. For listeners that don't know, we live. Mm. I live in a camper, and she will move into that camper when we get married. She will. <laughs> no, wait, you said that. she will. It's very sexual. <laughs> she will move into that camper with me. <laughs> so the camper is set up for you to be efficient. Right. And there's some things where it's like, <laughs> maybe you shouldn't do that this way. How do we navigate that? This yeah. is bo- this is both the ah great question. This is a problem we've run into. I have a lot to say about this. <laughs> <laughs> um, just sh- I shared a room with my sister for a long time while I was growing up, so I was very familiar with that. But like mm-hmm. having designated areas for your things is really helpful. Um, communicating like, hey, I need this amount of time to get ready in the morning, or. <laughs> I would like to do the dishes right after dinner instead of leaving them till the morning. Yes. Efficiency. (laughs) You'll have an easy time with chores if that's how your mindset is. That's good. Yeah. So you talked about sacrifice Mm -hmm. within what your question was. Uh, That is definitely always a two-way road. Uh, so and it's not so much sacrifice as compromise within this mm-hmm. because it's not really that you're sacrificing much. You're just getting, you're doing something different than you're used to, right? Yeah, so you're yeah. compromising what you're used to and that's uncomfortable. Usually the task for, still gets accomplished. For humans, but not as you're used to it. Right. Right. So with that being in, with that in mind, living with someone and living by yourself it's an extremely stark contrast. Yeah. And preparing, and it's good that you're asking this question right now because you do have to prepare your mind for that. Don't dread it, though, because it is beautiful. It's like a lifelong sleepover with your best friend. I kid you not, 
living with your spouse will be you'll be like why didn't i do this sooner because it and at least for me it was uh yeah you didn't move in until we were married yeah it, it is just it feels right it feels like this is what i was designed to do because we really were we were and it says that in the old testament about a father or a son a, do, a, a baby boy <laughs> <laughs> a little person growing up leaving their mother and father and being joined as one with their spouse so mm-hmm. like that is a god-given direction of what we are to do and, and and really though it's not for everyone because it even says in the new testament about uh if it is in your power to not marry and serve God as a solo, you should. Now, it's not within my power, I'll tell you that. <laughs> I wanted to get married for, since I, you know, probably was 12. Not like right then, but I knew I was wanting to because I looked at my parents and I looked at my brothers and I said, I want this. I want this as my own. So, uh, but within your question, uh, a good transition or a way to transition into this new form is like you said, you're going to have to communicate what you're feeling, how you do things, and maybe even starting now being like, hey, this is how I get ready, like Hope was saying. And this is how I set up my house. This is how I like it to be cleaned. This is how uh, I don't like doing these chores. Mm-hmm. Indicating what you don't enjoy doing is really good because sometimes the other person might enjoy that. Like, I don't enjoy dishes. Now I kind of do because I know she hates them. Oh, they're the worst. So... Me being able to serve her, you know, I, I've hated dishes for my whole life, made it to where it was actually kind of beneficial for me because I could serve her in the way of sacrificing or compromising for my own wants and know that it is exponentially more beneficial for all our whole family and for our mental state mm-hmm. for me to do the dishes, yes. even though I don't like them. Because I also know, though, that one of my love languages is service. So that would be probably... The second thing I'd tell you is know each other's love languages. When you are coexisting in the same house, knowing each other's love languages will make it a lot easier to get along well and know what the other person's even thinking or or know what they will respond to in certain situations. So let's say uh, like for us, quality time is hers, uh, her top one. It's my second one. And it's pretty far separated. Or not far separated. It looks different. My quality time looks different. I can be in the same room. I can be holding hands. I can be in the other side of the room just talking to her. And that's all quality time for me. For her, it's un, it's intentional. Only her. Only us. One-on-one. Mm-hmm. So knowing the difference between what you actually... How you guys tick. You have to communicate that fully to each other. So that you understand each other. Not just what your beliefs are. Not just how you react to things emotionally. But truly, like, what have, what has your, what is your God-given, like, loves? What how what makes you filled up with love? Like, and knowing that about each other will help you navigate everyday stuff because everyday stuff is going to change. Mm-hmm. Know that marriage changes what you do in general in life every day. Uh, like, what my life like life looked like before I got married to Hope vastly different so you will have to change some things and know that going into it not everything some things that are daily things that you do getting ready and stuff like that will probably look very similar uh and sometimes 
what happens in marriage is some things that we hold really dear and really close and like really important kind of just wash away a little bit because of the peace and the things that don't matter as much when you do get married. Like for me, when I would get ready in the morning and go out, I need to look my best because I need to impress everyone and, and attract a, a future wife. But now that job's done. I put a hat on and I go out the door. Because I, I have my person. And it there's not a feeling and I know you guys both said you were content with being single, but there you also knew before that when you were dating, there's this like overarching feeling of like, I need to at least impress someone. Because I don't want to be alone forever. <laughs> so that now finding your, it, it's a it's a piece that comes with that, and that will be I think can also overlap into different parts of your life. And another tip on like moving in together is to go over the things in your house, declutter, pick your favorite things, and decide like if you have two sets of dishes, you don't need both. Which one's better? Which one are you going to use more? Another thing I thought of mm-hmm. when I first started to get to know Hope, and this was after I married her, uh, she has certain things like her camera, her computer, and things like that. And in my mind, when I went into marriage, when I married her, what's mine is yours. Like that phrase was very literal for me. And I, like everything that I had, I didn't care what it was, it was hers. So, and that was maybe a little bit s- slower understood by Hope. And, and, and still like, she wanted me to be able to ask her to use her things, which makes complete sense to me now. But at the time, I was very like, oh, it's just, you know, it's ours now, type of thing. So maybe communicating how you guys feel about that would be good. Hmm. Uh, if it's your thing and you don't want it, Donna, Jonathan just picking it up and touching it, tell him. I don't want it. And that's because that's fine. It's your thing. You bought the thing. It's yours. You're still a person. You're still an indiv- individual. Mm-hmm. It's okay not to share some of your things, just like a kid. Yeah. You know, a kid doesn't need to always share their things, even with mom and dad. So uh, being willing to, like for me, understand that and be like, oh, that's her thing. Yeah, and I think I've been really open and forward about asking you to use your things. Yeah, because like, she holds that to be true and dear. Yeah, when I was growing up, my dad would like finish my glass of water after every dinner. And it really bothered me. So, like, <laughs> Jesse did a couple times, and I was like, can we not do that? And in my mind, I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, of course. Like, I, mean, I didn't even know I was doing something wrong. But because she communicated, I was able to understand mm-hmm. how she, what her perspective was. Perspective's huge. Understanding each other's perspective is hard. Yeah, mm-hmm. and the more you are with each other, the more those will align and either like you'll see it from their perspective as well or you will share the same perspective regardless of what's yeah. happening and on the same line of perspective uh what makes what's hard to do is just oh yeah that's for the perspective and i understand it you have to be intentional about asking yourself really what how are they viewing this especially within conflict mm-hmm. if there's a conflict Try before you resolve how you think it's supposed to be. Look into what you know about them, everything you know about from their love languages to how they react to things, to their emotions, and then evaluate how they're seeing whatever the conflict or issue might be. And then go into the conversation knowing that they have that perspective. And don't always assume either, too. But knowing that they have the perspective so that when they say something, it's not hurtful. 
It's just their perspective on it. So you can address it from that light with peace and respect instead of being opinionated. And Oh, my, my opinion's right. This is my perspective. And that's right. It might be right. But sometimes opinions don't really have a right or wrong because mm-hmm. it's an opinion. So seeing it from that perspective yeah. helps you know their opinion mm-hmm. and then you can address it properly. Yeah. That, honestly, if you go away with anything tonight, mm-hmm. remember that specific thing. It will help conflict of any sort so much. Because anytime, anytime there's any, any, any amount of conflict, a fork in the sink, <laughs> that is one of our episodes, <laughs> a fork in the sink being not washed and put away right away. Even that small of a topic can be addressed that way because I can see it from a perspective. Mm-hmm. It's not done. It's not completed. In my eyes, it's super easy to do. It's five seconds. So it doesn't really matter. So just but do it. from her perspective, <laughs> why didn't you do it already? The house isn't fully cleaned. Mm-hmm. Two different perspectives, both equally valid. relevant and right. valid, but not when you're one because the action of me doing it is actually a process to accomplish something instead of the technical worse option is not doing anything about it because it's akin to laziness Mm -hmm. so compromising on the side of even small things like that i tell you marriage is complicated and things that don't bother you now might bother you a lot more later Mm -hmm. Uh, so the small things that Harken back to things that have hurt you in the past, and you don't even know it. Yeah. Uh, will be come to light because if you ever, have you ever spent more than two weeks with a friend in the same house? Yes. Sometimes. How was that? <laughs> well, he's doing it now, but sometimes they will. Well, you were doing it. Yeah. Bother you so much, so you just want to get out of their space, and. You can't really do that in marriage. You can't do that. And well, that's what happens within marriage, though. People bother each other so much that they're just, I don't want to deal with them anymore. Yeah, they don't actually resolve things. They don't communicate what's bothering them. Yeah. Does that help? Yeah, that was very helpful. Good. More questions? Do you have more? Yes. Good. Go ahead. Wonderful. So along those same lines of being in the camper, mm. it is a very small space, which you guys are familiar oh, with. Yes. Yes. Very familiar. And to me, it is more of a, this is where I eat, sleep, and cook. Mm-hmm. And then I want to get out. Yeah, that's right. why you're a catalyst a lot. I'm, I'm <laughs> a catalyst. I was a catalyst for like 10 hours the other day. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I want to get out and do things. Or even just piddle, like fiddle in the yard yeah. with whatever. Um, how can I, how can we enjoy activities and quality time without always having to go do stuff. Yeah. Um, even in that tight space. Yeah. Board games. Learn to like Puzzles. Bo- okay. Books. You do you, you say you don't like board games. What <laughs> what made you decide that? Or did you just not grow up playing board games? Board games were a small part of our family, but when it was there it was usually like pretty competitive. Yeah. Mm. Conflict. Um, and like it was just always like Monopoly and yeah. these long games. Literally the worst. I will <laughs> never play Monopoly. I'm I'm very much a I want to sit, I want to read, I want mm. to build a puzzle. Yeah. Um 
which are, are good things to do. But mm-hmm. even in the camper, you can't go into other rooms. Like you yeah. can't, mm-hmm. you can't change can't your away scenery. You can't do. It's just always the same. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would say. I mean, you have jobs throughout the day. Are you going to be working from the house? No. Okay. I have an office. Well, that's good. That's already getting you out of the house, and you work somewhere else too. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that a Monday through Friday for both you? Yes. Yeah. So it's only on the weekends that you'll really be hanging around the camper, other than the evenings. Yeah. What time do you get off? Like two. Two, and you get off at five, but it's a forty-minute drive, so it'll be like six. Okay, so you'll have time alone at the camper. Mm-hmm. Is that okay for you? Mm-hmm. You're yeah. fine with being alone at the camper. You don't really need much else to do than that. Yeah. You like downtime? Yeah. Time? Good. And be honest, like I'm, I, you can be, you can be like, no, I don't want to be here. I don't want to be confined. <laughs> I mean, and it's hard for me to say because he's been living there. I That's haven't fair. lived there you yet. You don't know what it's like yet. So, so you might have to reevaluate yeah. how that looks. You yeah. might want to go somewhere else before coming home. Yeah. yeah. Not be alone the whole time and go to a coffee shop, go to a park, whatever. Uh, go shopping. Library. Library's great. Love the library. Library's amazing. Even in Catalyst, I will go sit down in a chair, read my book, go to that table, stand up and do work, go to another <laughs> room, sit down and do whatever yeah. like i'm just you need a change of scenery um, yes. to, to change modes or i'll watch the christmas tree or cars <laughs> i'm very emotion like motion yeah, he is like my eyeballs are just you're extremely and, good yeah. at like visually you're stimulant. a linear linear objective person which means that you have to go from one task to other it's not a fluid yeah. movement uh which is fine that's great because that, that type of person accomplishes a lot that's why you were so efficient at jobs for me is you're able to do it from one task and then when you're asked to do a different task, you tr- transition to that task, and you're in that mode now. Uh, so uh, for that, I would say, what do you think, Faye? I want you to answer first. How to do things together or separately? Most likely together. I think most of, I mean, for me, when I'm alone, my solution is go to a coffee shop. Yeah. Go I'll just drive by the guy's house and hang out with them for a few minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's really, I don't want, I want to learn to be still with her mm-hmm. and yeah. just enjoy that time and not have to be like, I am restless. I need, mm-hmm. we need to go do something. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. You yes. want to learn to be able to enjoy the camper is what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Specifically with her. Yeah. Because right now it's easy. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And has always felt easy for me to be in the same place as Jesse and the most comfortable with him regardless of where we are so just picking an activity to do if it's painting a picture or reading a book together it doesn't really matter what we're doing it's the act of being together that's important to me and like paint your walls if you're bored (laughs) if you need to change the scenery and you're not going to be in that small space forever. That's true. Yeah. But even within that, you're still going to be with each other mm-hmm. on most evenings and most weekends. So, and when I say most weekends, probably always. I've been away from Hope, I think, three times within five years Yeah. for more than a day. So, I don't know how much that will be the same for you guys because you sound like you both are content with having space. And sometimes maybe a hike in the woods for a day in a <laughs> camp might be nice for Jonathan. But uh, I don't think it's very good to be separate from each other anytime within marriage. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. There's something about closeness and being with each other every day that is, or at least communicating with each other every day, that is just because you're one. Mm-hmm. And when you're separate, it feels like you're kind of torn yeah. a little bit. So 
uh, be cautious when it comes to being alone for too long. But to answer your question about the trailer, um, little games, I would learn. I would learn to find a good puzzle game. There are escape games you can get as physical forms and play on the table. Uh, there are really good and uh, insightful YouTube videos if you like learn. Uh, Vsauce, all of Vsauce stuff, one, two, and three, amazing things about either the world, cinema, or uh, illusions and things like that that are extremely interesting to watch and then talk about. Uh, a good devotional app is called Through the Word. And have you heard of that? Yeah, you told me about it the other work the other day. Oh, <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. And you can be on a plan together and then talk about it afterwards and take uh, notes. Mm-hmm. And uh, then I would also say, because you need to change. Yeah, card games are good. You need to change your scenery a little bit. What does your yard look like? I'm working on a um, five-gallon bucket garden right now. Nice. Um, so you have some gardening. Yeah, I'm clearing the woods in do. front of the house, and I'm going to get some outdoor tables and chairs and a grill. So I'm kind of planning cool. to be You'll have there. different zones. Yeah. Do you like gardening? I Yeah, I mean, I like the idea of it. Okay. I haven't really done a whole lot. Well, that would be a great but... thing to do together, yeah. probably. I think I would suggest that. Yeah. Um, even, like, I don't know how much you guys like tinkering but like building something together is also fun we like restoring furniture together uh on days off sometimes we're restoring a whole house now together that's a little bit more intensive but if you want to see that sign up for the patreon grab videos of that uh i have time lapses of me cleaning the floors and it's really fun but I was being a ninja in your first video. Yes. Yes. Actually, (laughs) did I ever make it? I don't know if you made it in the video. I have to like make sure. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, There I am. There he is. He's there. His foot. Uh, Very um, incredible. Yeah, really. With the tack. Sometimes. (laughs) This little rat is guilty. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Don't burn me. just listen to part one of our two-part guest episode with Jonathan Greta. Thank you so much for joining us. In the meantime, you can send us a DM on Instagram at WMIY underscore pod. Send us an email at what's mine is yours pod at gmail.com or connect with us on Facebook at what's mine is yours podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Please go over to our Patreon and Discord from the links in our Instagram page. Until next time. Goodbye.